Hey y'all, it's Jana. This week's episode is sort of part two. I mean, it is part two to last week's episode. Uh, We spend the first half kind of catching up and then we get an important adoption update from Laura. Um, A lot of you guys have asked and, um, you know, last week we had like a call to action, really pray, and uh, we were excited, hopeful, um, but you'll have to listen to kind of hear her update. Also, you're going to hear probably some sounds. I mean, guys, it's, we're living in weird times. Uh, my house is full, so everybody was occupying an office slash bedroom, so I needed to come outside. So Lord knows what you can hear on this recording. And then Laura had some, some issues as well. So y'all are like family. We're just letting you into our house and hear everything that's going on. But just know that we appreciate you. We love you. We're so glad you're here. Hey, Laura. <laughs> How are you? You look like an angel with that uh, my halo. Yeah, yeah your I'm, glow behind you. <laughs> if people hear, I mean, not that our sound quality is ever amazing. <laughs> I am doing this from my patio because there's 9,000 people in my house. Perfect. Everybody's, Perfect. Everybody's working and it's, I need to dig it out. So that feels, that feels about on par for well, life right now you know it is what it is and it Maybe actually we're, do what? I was gonna say you're about to get rid of one for a little bit every day oh Anna is allegedly <laughs> I won't believe it until it happens going to school in person September 8th so mm-hmm. which is Tuesday and mm-hmm. it's weird because she's been in school now three weeks but I'm like it feels kind of like the first day of school like do we get a new outfit? Like, what does that look like? I think she's like, yes, we do. Um, I came home just a little bit ago and there was a package on my doorstep. I'm like, what is this? And I come inside and it's got my name on it and I open it up and it is some makeup. And I was like, what? And Anna's like, oh, give me that. I ordered it. And I was like, did, did you use my debit card? And she's like, no, I had a gift card, but I used your name. I was like, That's oh. amazing. Okay. Yeah. What'd she, like, what'd oh. she get? She is, you know, into all the, um, like YouTube people uh-huh. and it's that uh-huh. Morphe brand. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. She uses mostly like clean skincare and, but she likes her some, some YouTube tutorials. I mean, she will come out looking like she's Smudgy ready eye. for a beauty pageant, <laughs> but then to school, she'll just wear mascara. She just likes to try it and it's intense. Like it. So she'll, ever since we changed her for church. Oh yeah. Told you story. Yeah. Yeah. We got out of the car and neither one of us had, I guess, laid eyes on her and we was like, Oh my gosh. And I was like, what? He's like, did you see her face? Like, which I think every parenting book would be like, don't do that. And I was like, Anna, your face is beautiful, but apparently you need to watch a few more Kim K videos on how to contour better. A blend. Blend, blend, Look, blend. I can watch a few more videos. Contour oh, scares the life out of me. I am not even gonna lie. Oh, I'm afraid it's gonna look like dirt smudged on my face, and somebody's well, gonna be like, "It does." You got a little you got something. You're like, "Yeah, thanks for that." I was rolling around in the yard. Yeah, yeah, wiped yeah. my face. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh but, my gosh, uh, that's crazy. Okay. So, so y'all survived. You, I see you're here. Yes, we survived. Um, so Marco fizzled out completely like we had rain but not anything yeah Yeah. rain you got a a weather day we got a we 
we did get a weather day, which the boys were like, hey, when is the storm supposed to be here? And I was like, uh. It's already coming down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it was sunny and beautiful. And it was. Yeah. yeah. Like, just take it for what it is. I know. I hope we didn't, didn't waste it um, with everything else that's coming. But Hurricane Laura was, is, um, and, and was I, a beat I down. said it was, it was something. Uh, Jeff, Jeff predicted that from the beginning. He did. He did. He said it is going to be a big one. Um, and so there are lots of ways too that you guys can support. Uh, we talked about uh, Haiti in the DR last week, but there are lots of ways to give and support um, the hurricane relief efforts too in South Louisiana because it is oh, it is so you know a my situation. Niece plays volleyball at McNeese. Yes, her senior yeah. season. She had um, shoulder surgery to get and she had it just in time so she'd be ready to play her senior season she's phenomenal like she's like a record breaker she's super super good um she gets it from me we don't share any dna so that's <laughs> i can say it's fine um but she in uh ended up uh ev evacuating because she lives in lake charles and so she evacuated oh to plano where her mom and dad live and um my sister-in-law was a little frustrated because she's like, did you bring all your like nice things back? And she's like, no. Uh -uh. So, and she's like, oh, okay. Cause you did just evacuate for a hurricane. So <laughs> that might've been smart to grab a few of your, you know, like your Louis Vuitton purse that I bought you, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Weird. Uh, so they ended up, so she went back with her dad. So I was texting with her cause she was like, Hey, can I just spend the weekend with y'all? And Anna's got a soccer tournament. I'm like, I don't know if you want to go to a soccer tournament all weekend. But uh -huh. um, I was like, let's try. I said, is another weekend work? She's like, oh, all I've got is time. Um, I think she's actually having a conference call today. I Their school has so much damage. Their gym is gone. Um, her house is one of the very few houses on her street that did not. I mean, it got damaged, like roof damage and stuff, but did not flood. So she and her dad went back and like moved all her stuff out and it was sad she like posted a picture he's like till we meet again and it's it's sad she went to uh st francis university in pennsylvania and transferred last year and had a really amazing she's always had a great career but had a really great junior year and was excited for her senior season and with covid and then now this like it felt like maybe there was gonna be a chance with the covid stuff and then now it's like mm. Now, did their so, conference, what did their conference do with volleyball? Are they still playing in the fall or were they going to play in the spring? Because I know some. See, that's, they were having a conference call. I don't know. It looked like maybe it was going to get shifted. I forget what conference she's in. Mm -hmm. um, but it's McNeese is what it is. But they ended up, I think, because they don't have a gym now. Mm -hmm. That makes it a little bit tricky. Like she had shared mm -hmm. pictures. Um, it. I'll have to find out from her exactly what, because yeah. I said, I said, like, what did you find out about volleyball? And she's like, we're supposed to have like an all, like an all team meeting. I was like, oh gosh. Mm -hmm. So that's hard. I know, yeah. um, I know state, obviously in the SEC, they start in October. So for volleyball. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's been delayed. Normally feeling, they would already be playing. I have a feeling theirs was delayed. I was trying to see if I could even look on their deal their volleyball schedule just looking a little <laughs> suspect online as in it doesn't seem like there is one. Oh gosh that's awkward that uh, yeah awkward. it's hard when they when all the conferences are not on the same page because you yeah. know 
you've got well, people trying to play in the spring and like and not like just, we're not I playing mean, you yet yeah i know yeah we're not we're not doing this thing yet so oh well oh i hate I that know, that stinks but lake charles i, I think for the brunt of it you did do what i did i said lake charles took the brunt of it i it think did. of laura so yeah, yeah. Uh, so praying for those people but for what sure. job did you apply for there it was a, a professor position in their communication department. This is a long time ago, long, yeah. long time ago. But yeah, um, but yeah I did. Volleyball uh, coach. They might yeah, have I don't yeah. know. <laughs> not sure. I'm, I'm not sure I'm quite to that level with, a, a, with Which, my, my coaching skills. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you are. I mean, I feel like you and I could also throw down. I mean, I've seen some pictures of you with your whistle and your oh, um, yeah your your gym outfit back in your That's day right. at. Uh, and Knox the Pater, but Louisville yes, was it Louisville? Yep. That yeah, Winston yeah. Academy. Mm -hmm. yep, yep, yep. Oh gosh, uh, no. Okay. I can see those girls play. Oh, Will last had a big time. week last week. Oh, he did. He did. It was um, like we knew it was coming, kind of thing. But it was we were just kind of waiting for the board meeting. But two years ago, so his dad was one of the founders of the company, but it's a non for profit. Like they don't own the company, so that's sometimes mm -hmm. confusing for people. Um, but his dad, so it's the National Alliance, which you have to look up Society for Certified Insurance Counselors, because if you just look up the National Alliance, I think that comes up a white supremacist group. So that's very <laughs> unfortunate, <laughs> very, very unfortunate name. And so Will normally just calls it SCIC. Um, but anyways, uh, it, uh, so the board had voted Will in as CEO two years ago, and then they wanted to start the transition plan, um, for his dad to transition out. And it was not like guaranteed that Will was going to be the one that took over or anything like that. But then the board voted that Will would transition into president. So now he is the CEO and president. And wow. I was like, so what really changes? And he's like, well, not a lot, but you know, I was like, <laughs> what I'm getting at is, does my budget change? <laughs> and he's like, not a lot, but you know, so I feel like he's lying to me. I feel like there's some <laughs> hidden things going on, but no, uh, he, it is, it's, it's, it was really sweet. They had a dinner for him. Um, and you know, they, they, it was really cute. Uh, they gave, his dad has said like his big thing is, I'm not like leaving the ring. I'm just changing gloves. And like, that's his whole deal. And so they presented him like some boxing gloves that like all these people in the office had signed for him. Uh, and yeah. so I ended up taking them and I put them in a shadow box for him. And then Will, they like gave him like a crown and all this stuff. It was pretty cute. I mean, uh, they like made him He was like, I'm not wearing this. And they, cause he is literally <laughs> the most humble, like he is such a humble like, and he, he fully believes in like servant leadership. Mm -hmm. um, but I got the sweetest messages just as his wife. Like we are so excited for him. We're excited to work for him. Like, mm -hmm. um, so it's been really sweet. So it was a big week. It was a big week. Yeah. Both the Will sisters ended up being in town. That's awesome. Um, for part of it. So that was fun to get to see them. And then, oh, but okay. Yeah. The last time we talked, we were excited. We were setting alarms. Mm -hmm. There was um, much anticipation. Mm -hmm. um, I was praying profusely <laughs> for some great wisdom passed down from the courts to Ram that he was going mm -hmm. to be then passing along to us about Anaya. Mm -hmm. What did Ram say? Not a word. <laughs> so guys, what I'm telling you is we have talked about not fighting our kids' battles. But I am about 
to figure out how I can get Indian national citizens. I can be an Indian national and I'm going to go over there. I'm going to get our girl. I'm going to bring her back and fight someone. Like I am getting. Seriously. Okay. So what range, but I think this right here is a perfect glimpse of what adoption really looks like that people don't talk about and just, Mm -hmm. you know, the Facebook updates. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. when most people that aren't in the adoption process think about adoption, it's, you just think of, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. there's a picture of you at the airport and all these people waiting for you. Mm-hmm. What you don't mm-hmm. see is me in a fetal position a fetal on the position. couch Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm texting her and it's like, I, she's like, I'm not, I'm not in a good place. I'm like, I can tell. And so, so I mean, good. I was ticked off and it's not even me. Like, I don't know. and so we're recording this on Wednesday, people. Mm-hmm. And we still haven't heard anything. And what is the saw said? Nothing. That's the problem. Oh, they're so, the ones that we're waiting on. What have they said today? Yeah. So Rom would, Rom would communicate with the saw and the okay. saw would communicate with us. So we're not really Who sure. Who is what Rom happened. employed by? Can I speak to his manager? <laughs> no, I'm going to need his full name. I'm about to go full Karen on Rom. <laughs> Where's your manager? Who is your manager? No. Um, so we're, the hard part is, we don't really, we don't have zero idea. Like, did they even have, did he go to court? Did yeah. They hold like, court? just let us know. You know, did they deny it? Did they, uh, did they approve it? I mean, you know, it, there's just no. Or am I waiting for a certified letter? Yeah. I know. I know. Um, Brooke has been our caseworker with Lifeline Children's Services, which if anyone is thinking for about adoption. Years. For 72 <laughs> years. In Haiti and now in India for two. Yeah. So Brooke has been with us for the long haul and she's been amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And Lifeline as a whole has been a phenomenal agency Yeah, because this isn't with. Lifeline's doing. This is Mm-mm. just no. the bureaucracy Mm-mm. and just the process. Mm. Oh yeah. Lifeline has been everything with on their side and everything, you know, but I think what people forget is that in, in the waiting, like people are real quick to throw out the whole, like, Oh, in God's time, trust his time. And which you can't okay. see my eyes rolling so far <laughs> back in my head, which yes, the Okay. Yes, that is true. That is very true. In his time, it will happen. However, it's not yeah. very comforting to someone who is grieving. That's like going up to someone at a funeral and being like, I guess it was just their time. You know, I, yeah. they're in a better yeah. place. <laughs> so I would just say, if you have friends who are going through any kind of waiting period, maybe just remove that from your offerings. of. That's from adoption to infertility to... Yeah. I mean, that's like going, I mean, we have dear, dear friends that struggle with infertility. And I just think when people are like, when it's your time and it's like, um, okay, that's, that's a, like, that's precious. Thank you. <laughs> and so, but yeah, so, like that does nothing for you. So you're telling me know. God doesn't want me to have, uh, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's just that, that part's hard and, and just the not knowing But Brooke says, this is totally normal. And she's like, you know, um, to be, to have gotten an update might've been a little abnormal just because the saw doesn't okay. normally update throughout update the process. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. So right now they're but, just trying to find verbiage that makes it sound better. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. but it, her birthday is the 25th of this month. And so that 
that's the hard part. So and that's now, been your dream. That's been your dream is just to be with her. That didn't mean that she was home, but that you yeah. were in, you were at least with her. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, so, I do know, like, here's when we say, we know on the other side of this, when Anaya is in the Walton home, mm-hmm. there will be, I feel like, and maybe there won't be like any reason that we're like, well, this is why it took so long. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like God has so beautifully shown mm-hmm. why India For sure. and not Haiti because Anaya is, is your, is your daughter mm-hmm. and Anaya wasn't in Haiti, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that all those years in Haiti were not excruciatingly painful. Mm-hmm. And I think that God put Haiti on your heart for a reason because mm-hmm. he wants you to be passionate about his people. That's but right. right now, I mean, at some point, like, and I know, and I don't even want to compare it, but I know just even with me with like health stuff when people mm-hmm. are just like, you know, chin up, it'll get better. Like sometimes you want someone just to kind of lay down in the fetal position with you and yeah. be like, this sucks. <laughs> I'm going to need you to yeah. also help me get up from the fetal position, but I do need you just to lay down with me. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I don't and always not... want Pollyannas. I mean, yeah, yeah. because it sucks. So, I mean, there's literally nothing else and it sucks for your boys. It sucks for your husband. It sucks for Anaya. I mean, mm-hmm. And so the boys, the boy, well, Eli specifically has said since Friday, at least, at least two times that I know of, cause we were in the car, just the two of us, like just out of nowhere, like we weren't even talking about it. He just out of nowhere has said, are we ever going to get, is she ever going to get to, I, and that right there, that like, I just hear that saying that, that is, that's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause you think about he's 10 now, he was uh, five, five when we started this process. No, and I mean, and the sad part is, is you do, I mean, you don't want to ever have doubt, but I think for them, especially like, it's like, well, is this, you know, and it's, you're doing all you can as a parent because you're grieving, mm-hmm. but then you're also trying to come alongside them and help them not give up. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. you're trying not to give up. And it's like, mm-hmm. what do you tell them? Mm-hmm. I mean, God has called us to take care of the orphans. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, well, why, why, like, yeah. why is this so hard? <laughs> why does like, he make it so stinking hard? <laughs> I know. I, and it's like, I feel the same it. about infertility. It's like, mm-hmm. why? Like, I don't get it. Like if you hear a dog barking, it's like I said, my office is out on the patio right now. <laughs> um, but it's like, I just, I think that is something, you know, you always, people say, what would you ask God, you know, when you meet him? And it's like, I mean, realistically, I'm not going to ask him anything. I'm going to fall to my face and worship mm-hmm. him. But mm-hmm. it's like, I, that is, there's certain things I just don't understand. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard is adopt, adoption, the answer to infertility is infertility, the answer to adoption. But I think at the end of the day, he's called all of us. He, maybe mm-hmm. he's not called certain people to adopt, but he's called us all to support that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to need like the court system to get alongside of that. Like, let's get these kids in healthy homes. That doesn't mean that everybody that wants to adopt should adopt. Believe mm-hmm. me, there's mm-hmm. no, um, but gosh, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm righteously angry with you. Yeah. So, and it's, you know, the, it's, it's not just our family. Let me say that. No. Like, uh, and it, there's so many. Oh, that David Platt are, story is something. Mm, there's so many families that are, uh, for lack of a better word, just stuck right now because of, and not just in India. I mean, mm-hmm. families in other countries too, where they can't, cannot get in to get, their well, children all knew this, but a lot of people don't want U.S. coming there. <laughs> yeah, um, if you hadn't noticed, we're not we're not super welcome right now. Places, uh, but maybe this use this if you're listening to this. Pause it. Think of someone that is adopting. Stop and pray for them, and maybe send mm-hmm. a message and just say, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'm just thinking about you. 
praying mm-hmm. for you. I don't know where you're at in the process, but mm-hmm. I know that you're where God wants you to be. And I'm praying, you know, for you, but just, I don't know. I think it's like with, it's kind of, I mean, this is a horrible analogy, which I'm also known for, but like, if, um, if like say somebody's <laughs> house burns down, you know, everybody rushes in at first and uh-huh. they bring meals, they buy toiletries, they give you clothes, they give you gift cards. Well, six months later, people have moved on, but they're still Mm -hmm. reeling with that, you know? And it's like, I think for y'all, it's like when you announce you're adopting, everybody's excited. They send you stuff like Mm -hmm. the prayers, it's the notes, it's the messages. And then five years goes on and it's like, you almost have to remind people you're still adopting, you know? It's like, I mean, I just think that that's hard, but it is all that to say, don't forget about people that are in the middle of it. I can't tell you how much it means for somebody just out of the blue um, over the last, you know, few weeks when we specifically asked people to pray at the 925s, um, the, the messages or the Facebook post or the direct messages or whatever, just like, Hey, it's, you know, it'd be like 926 and I'd get a message and I was like, it just, it does. It, it feels good. It feels to to community. Yeah. And it does feel like, you know, um, the whole, the holding of the arms up when, when you're exhausted and you're hurting and, um, that not, visual gets me every time. I do. I just think, it, yeah, the fact that people are coming around you and they're doing that because they love Anaya. I mean, how loved she is and she's not here. And I mean, I've got to see her beautiful face and I mean, people are going to lose their flipping minds when they see her. <laughs> and, uh, but it's, you know, and I know we were just even talking about this episode and you were like, I'm going to need to go back and re-listen when she's home. And it's like the thought of anyone ever being ugly to her or whatever that I'm like, yeah, because not only is she leaving her country, but she's coming to the deep South where she's going to be in monogram and hair bows. And, you know, this is going to be a culture shock for her. Um, but oh my it gosh. is just, I don't know. I think that it's such a just it is beauty from ashes story, but I think right now it's feeling like some, some dark ashes. It is. And it I'm is. ready for some beauty to be born out of it. I'm ready for my Phoenix to rise up. And yes. Get, get it. Get it. So yeah. Oh gosh. Oh my no. gosh. Well, I just, all that say, don't stop praying. And I know like if you, you know, were one of the beautiful people that were praying at that time slot, know that even though Laura hasn't heard, doesn't mean that it didn't carry her. So that's right. That's right. Uh, and hopefully, keep praying. That's all right. Hopefully next week we'll, we'll have a, I think we need to carry that out through her birthday, that prayer time. No, for sure. For sure. So, um, we, now we got to figure out how Amazon prime works in India. Cause oh, we're please let me to. know. Oh, please <laughs> let me know. Can, we're going to have to, if we can get to figure out how birthday. to celebrate the birthday. I know. What, um, she, she's going to be five or six. She'll be five. Five. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we need to get baby girl home stat. That's right. That's so, right. But anyway. But I know, so that's so like a, that's talk, a, yeah, yeah, it's like just a it. great transition <laughs> into what we were gonna finish up talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so last week we talked about fighting your kids' battles or not. So I mean <laughs> so but did you love say, the, I mean it's did what, you love what title? I named the episode? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. Whenever I went into edited, I was like, "Oh, she 
she good. She real good. <laughs> yeah, she's she real good. And so, uh, she's a PhD for nothing. And so, yeah, I thought that was funny. I did. Uh, and mm. I mean, you know, I did bite my kid. I bit not my kid. I did not. Bite. I bit my kid before when I bit it. my kid too. Yeah, that's fine. You're like, oh, do you like that? Yeah. Does it feel good when you bite someone? No, it doesn't. And so. Oh gosh, oh, gosh. But <laughs> we, we got some really sweet messages. I think that the general consensus is you want to fight your kids' battles because man, is it painful to watch them suffer for sure. But you're also, it's kind of like doing everything for your kid. You know, mm -hmm. if you do their laundry all the time, they don't, eventually when they leave, they don't know how to do their own laundry. Yes. And, and I was, a, I was a victim of that, by the way, I can attest to Will the was too. learning how to do your own yeah. laundry. I had blue socks for my whole first year of college because Details. my mom didn't tell me you can't wash your blue jeans in the same way well, <laughs> now they wife. make the shout color catchers which are just fast just fascinating to me so william he just do does a big load with maybe two of those in there and just prays for the best <laughs> so hey but he's doing his own laundry sometimes most times there you go there yeah you go. but I yeah like i it. think it's 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 hard and i think girls and boys obviously different and that's been the thing that as people have said it's different mm -hmm. i think with boys because we as a nate like we're trying to teach them to be strong and courageous mm -hmm. and be a leader mm -hmm. but guess what i want to teach my daughter to be strong and courageous mm -hmm. and be a leader as well yeah. and yeah. i think that i need to come alongside her and encourage that more mm -hmm. and uh, several of the articles that we've read or that uh, we kind of mm -hmm. are going to talk through um pointed out another difference in boys and girls which i really hadn't thought about until i read it and then i was like oh that's very true and that is that most of the time with boys it's a it's more physical mm -hmm. there's not as as much uh manipulation it, it, yeah which with girls it's much more like it's the gossipy or the not including or the which um, I think it, does more little, damage. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you don't see it as readily. Mm -hmm. Like you have to mm -hmm. really be, you know, aware of it. Whereas, you know, with the boys, they're like throwing punches or shoving each other, yes. yelling at each other or whatever. And it's more visual visible to you. So that's also um, one of the differences that I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's also true. Um, and and no, a, good a good point, point because like, I know just even with football, like we were talking about there's, you know, so William is on defense and he's a cornerback. And so he goes against wide receivers, which Will is a wide receiver. And so they, you know, they love to talk about all that stuff. And <laughs> he was saying that he was, you know, one of the wide receivers was getting mad at him at practice. And Will's like, oh, I love it. Like it, like it kind of to no end to where I'm like, well, I mean, have you thought about like, you know, maybe like. <laughs> giving him a hug and telling him you're sorry that you know and he's like oh my god and will's like jonna you want you like he's like in football like you don't want to be liked by the person he's yeah. like you know because then you're viewed as dead and i was just like oh my gosh this is and one's like mom stop and i was like okay. and so i was like just the thought of like someone really not liking you he goes not they don't like me that's not what it is. and i'm like oh, i don't know i mean sometimes i don't like i don't know like you know but it was it was just like it excited will like to yeah. and i we we just went about it so different and what will said, he goes jonna it's so different you know because i said you know stuff with anna you get bothered he goes and it's basically what the expert said you know he's like well that's doing a little more damage he yeah. said because that is really messing with like your mental health and your emotional uh -huh. health Right. And I think girls, 
I mean, there's some girls that are super verbal and into the drama and feed off of that. That mm-hmm. like, that's not Anna. And mm-hmm. so seeing her get affected, it's hard to watch, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. because then she starts to believe those things about herself. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I'm like, well, we need to work on confidence and mm-hmm. like pour into that. And I think that is where, when it talks about fighting your kids' battles, maybe fight the battle at home. Mm. to where you're battling for their self-worth and you're battling for their confidence and you're battling for their, them to, you know, have self-love, Yeah. not maybe getting up and showing up at their school at the lunch <laughs> table and be like, you cross my daughter, <laughs> I'll cut you in the bathroom, you know, like, yeah, yeah, apparently that that's is a, frowned upon. That's a good way to approach it. And I, I think our battle as parents is, is the equipping um, which yeah. a lot of these articles did talk about like the different tools that they need to, um, to be equipped. And um, I think there's some really good things and we'll post, mm-hmm. we'll post all of these article links so that you guys can read the full, the they're full, really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this one from, they're parents. from legit sources. <laughs> yeah. Parents.com. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. Parents.com. That's a good one. And it's, um, it basically is, it's called helping kids deal with arguments. Um, and I loved this quote from it. It says the issue is how we engage in the conflicts we face in ways that make them worse or better, or whether we, uh, whether or not we learn from these encounters, arguments can give us clues that a problem exists and they provide an opportunity for us to help develop a child's problem solving skills. And that was, I was like, Oh gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so look at the, the deeper issue of what's going on. And one of the things that they recommended was talking through, you know, when conflict is occurring, helping your, your kids identify some of the frequent triggers, like specifically mad a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like specifically they mentioned like potential physical triggers, like being hungry or tired or, you know. I'm I feel less. <laughs> yeah. or angry. Did Will tell you to Did Will tell? Did Will and Jeff put this in our notes? Our show notes. I know who's been editing these. Um, but I have learned I'll, where I tell Will, I'm like, I'm hungry. Like, stop. Don't yeah. ask me questions right now. I'm hungry. You know. Yeah, hangry is a real thing. Like it, it will is. Make you, mm-hmm. Well, just remember when you were a kid, how mad it made you if you were like in a bad mood, and your parents were like, "You're tired, aren't you?" And it's like that was literally like them giving you the middle finger, you know, <laughs> to where now I'd be like, please tell me I'm tired and to go lay down. Okay. Yes. Yes. I will. I agree. Yeah. I tell my kids all the time. I wish somebody would make me take a nap or read a book. Oh my God. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but, yes. um, but yeah, so they talked about physical triggers and then also emotional triggers, which is um, really important too. Like if you're feeling, um, they specifically mentioned envy, like jealousness or loneliness, but um, there can be other emotional triggers too, like sadness or, mm-hmm. um, I was thinking through all of the uh, anxious, was, yeah, yeah, inside anxious. out that Disney movie. All oh, the yes, all the feelings, yeah, <laughs> yeah all the feelings, all the feelings. Yeah, I love that. Um, but yeah. I thought that was a really good, um, a really good tool to help your kids, yeah. like, okay, at the end of the day, I'm tired of school, I'm hungry Especially right would, now. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. they're having to wear, if they're going to school, they're wearing masks. Right. You know, they're not, it's no sense of normalcy compared to what they're used to. And it's mm-hmm. like, we all need grace, but mm-hmm. I get like, I mean, I know with both of my kids, they're just kind of at their, and it's like the zoom was cool at first because they, <laughs> yeah. you know, lay down, but now I'm like, uh-huh, it's a real thing. Like you're done. Yeah. 
and yeah. you 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 just lack that human connection mm -hmm. I don't care and that's what you and I we were talking about before it's like I can see you on FaceTime I can see mm -hmm. you on the screen and it feels like I've seen you but I see you in person I'm still gonna scream like a schoolgirl and like <laughs> run and hug you and it'll be like we haven't seen each mm -hmm. other because that mm -hmm. human connection so I mean, just realize your kids, maybe you've chosen homeschool because that's what's best for them. Mm -hmm. And if you're, but your kid, if they don't thrive in that environment, maybe that is what's really best for them. But if they don't thrive in that, like show them grace, like mm -hmm. talk to them about mm -hmm. it say like, I get you're struggling because yeah. it is going to come out in other ways. I mean, how often when you get upset, is it really the reason that you're, I mean, it's usually the tipping point. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, think about, I was, when I was reading that, I was like, oh my gosh, how many times have I had an argument with Jeff that had nothing that to do with is, the yeah. thing that we argued over, but it was, I mean, let's be clear. Else. It's probably because he didn't put the dishes in the That's dishwasher. Probably true. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what it really is. Sure, yeah. sure. Words have never been spoken on this yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm still mad about it months yeah. later. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Um, another tool that they said was to practice compromise, which this is great, like to start when they're little, like with siblings, I think, because oh, gosh. this yeah. can spill over into, um, you know, into when they problems yeah to friend outside of the yeah. family and I but I think too no, especially if you have an only child I mean Will has an interesting dynamic he has two older sisters that are from a previous marriage and they are 18 and 15 years older than him but in his dad's marriage to his mom he's the only child mm -hmm. so he kind of has some only child tendencies and he'll tell you like I never had to share like I never had yeah. to you know and he's yeah, like yeah. I hate it he said for you'll appreciate this he said for show and tell, he'd bring his crappiest toy because he wouldn't want people to know how nice his toys were because then they'd want to come play with them. I was like, there's something seriously wrong with you. Like, seriously wrong with you. I'd be like, this is my mom's Rolex I brought. You know, I'm like, please like me. Look, it's shiny and new. You can have it, you know. Oh to so where he's like, so see funny. my pencil? It's the nicest toy I have, you know. <laughs> So you should have been talking. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 I think I see this play out with my boys because um <laughs> Riley Riley's all into basketball. Eli's all into baseball. Mm -hmm. And so it, I love to hear them say, okay, we'll play baseball for, you know, we'll do baseball for 30 minutes and then we'll do basketball or whatever. That that makes me now happy. again. It makes me super happy. Let me say that doesn't always happen. Well, but it's like it we've been playing longer than 30 minutes. Yeah. Yes. Then we get yeah. into that. But or I do you like beat me. That, we're playing again. Yeah. I know. I know. But the just that concept of understanding what compromise looks like is such a yeah. great tool, not only for kiddos, well, but hello. for us as adults. marriage, hello. friendship. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So um, that's really good. And then the last one in that article that I wanted to point out was the uh, apologize and admit mistakes. Well, if you want to just keep going, we can keep rolling right <laughs> along past that. Uh, okay, and then the next article. <laughs> yeah, so next <laughs> from I don't want to read that dot com. <laughs> so everybody gets what apologize and admit mistakes is, you know? Yeah. I will say yeah. I'm trying to be better about making sure I apologize to my kids and admit when I'm wrong to them because mm -hmm. I know lately I feel like my nerves have been shot. And mm -hmm. for me it's a lot of times when I'm like in pain, I can be on edge. And so then mm -hmm. I can just kind of snap and then mm -hmm. but coming back and telling them I'm sorry like yeah listen 
but I think then that teaches them, you know, you need to do that. Like if my mom mm-hmm. can say she's sorry, then I need to say I'm sorry. But right. why is it when they're kids? I mean, how many times with your kids are you like, say you're sorry. And it's like, Mm-mm. And oh, it's like why is that the hardest thing in the world for kids to say? <laughs> I mean, oh, it is my for gosh. adults too, but it's like, it is. If, if, if you told me I could just say sorry and we could stop talking about it, I'd be like, I'm sorry, let's go. You know? I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I have so many, Eli is <laughs> throw, throw that kid right under the bus. He pulled the fire alarm at the church one time at a parent's night out and would not apologize for having all of the, it was bad. It was yeah. real bad. And I was like, why can't you just say I'm sorry? He was like two. I know he was like two. And I'm like, I just we're going home. Just say it. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. And then they dig He's, in. It's so mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does not like to be, he does not like to be backed into a corner like that. He does not at all. So oh. it's kind of, kind mm-hmm. of funny, but um, what else we got? What else we okay. got? Okay. So the next one is from uh, the it's to intervene or not to intervene. That mm-hmm. is the question. Um, we could have called that the episode. That's a good. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I like so to buy a kid or not to buy a kid? <laughs> uh, well, I think that's best. But that is the question. So well, that's more on our. That's more on our brand. You know, that's on brand with us. Uh, yes. So adult quote unquote help. Uh should not come in the form of solving the problem for children. Rather, it is best to give kids the tools necessary to solve, not just the conflict, but future ones as well. Mm. Instead of hearing both sides and then casting a vote for who is right and who is wrong, it is far better to hear both sides and then explain how it is possible for both sides to be correct. Man. Okay. That's like a Will Hold. I think Will Hold wrote that article. (laughs) Look at the author. We're both right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But seriously, I mean, think about how much, Mm-hmm. How much, like, just think about political conflict right yeah. now as adults, oh, like, where you could say, uh, you know, we, we mm-hmm. both have things that we're bringing to the table that are correct, or we both yeah. did something wrong in this situation. Uh-huh. What a great we're, skill. We're both dumpster fires. Mm-hmm. We're both, you know, mm-hmm. like, it's all... But I think, yeah, just even when your kids, t- but I think practicing that, it's easy to put it in the form of like your, the siblings are in an argument, but I think practicing mm-hmm. it. And when your kids come to complain to you about another oh, kid, yeah. mm-hmm. like practicing it on that front, because then they're going to take that, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, say they come to you and it's like, so-and-so was really mean and they said so-and-so. And then it's like, well, mm-hmm. tell me how you got to that point. Cause it's rarely yeah. you're getting the whole story. Sure. And I think that's the other thing that I've had to make sure, like, your kids are always because they're human, just like yourself are going to paint yourself in the best possible light. Sure. You don't want to put your, make yourself look bad. So you're going to tell mm-hmm. the story in a flattering way to yourself. Right. Not as flattering someone else, you know, right. but I know with Anna, I've had to say to her because I hear her tell me something like she was even telling, so this is super, this is like a good way to kind of, for instance, yesterday, um, so Anna has a problem with saying she's sorry, as in she says it too much, as in mm. to the point that it's like, we tell her, please stop saying you're sorry. So mm-hmm. for instance, yesterday, 
um, she had, again, she's made some purchases lately. She had ordered this like keyboard cover <laughs> because I'll have to send you a picture. You'll appreciate it. I love um, it. She has like decked out her laptop and her keyboard and her screen and it's of all motivational. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's this whole aesthetic as she says. Um, and so she'd ordered a keyboard cover and she got real excited because it came in time when she was on one of her breaks. And I was like, Hey, Anna, your package is here. And I was whispering because Will was on a call. And, um, I had somebody on the phone as well. And she's like, Oh my gosh, like made this. And I go, Shh, your dad's on a call. She goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And like, just completely shut down. And I was like, Oh my goodness. And so she ended up, she, I told her, I said, you know, that's something that we have to work on. And with counseling, like that's been such an amazing tool for us. So her counselor and her were talking about it and she's like, I want you and Anna, one thing that they've said is she is highly, highly empathetic. And that's like one of her mm. biggest things. But the one thing they gave her is um, that uh, uh, this sheet that says, is that Jeff's phone? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's that Jeff's phone. Well, yeah. Well, sorry, yeah. y'all. Because <laughs> he left it at home. Yeah. So, <laughs> put it in the dish, put his phone in the dishwasher. <laughs> I'm going to bury, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bury it in the stack of clothes that needs to be put do away. It, do, there. It, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Back do it. halfway yeah. down. Yeah, he'll never notice. Yeah, no. Oh my gosh. I've got, listen, I got dogs barking. We got Jess phone. It's fine. But no, the one thing that she said, uh, now you'll hear the garbage truck coming on the street behind me. It's great. It's a quality oh podcast. Um, but the one thing her counselor said, she's like, when you say sorry so much, it starts to feel like insincere. Like there's really, so make sure when you are saying sorry, it's coming from a place of like, you're really sorry. She said, so with, I would rather you do thank you for blank. I appreciate blank. Like, and so mm -hmm. changing it from, so she's like, for instance, you, thank you for giving me the package. I appreciate you letting me know dad's on the phone you know, and oh. because it's like, I wasn't mad at her. I was just saying uh -huh. like, Hey, be quiet. Your dad's on the phone. Like that's the world that we live in right now. Everybody's on the phone. Everybody's <laughs> on zoom. I need to tell the garbage truck. Thank you for picking up garbage. I appreciate you getting it. Why could you stop? So, but it's one of those things that it's like, um, you know, shifting that from this, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So I think you can go front, but just making sure mm -hmm. it's sincere and, yeah. And I think that's sort of the problem when we make them, one, clean their plate as a kid. Did you see the meme? It's like, your mom told you to clean your plate and you'd be big and strong. Well, that's a lie. Now you're just big. <laughs> and then the other one, it's like, you know, you make them say sorry so much, then they don't even really know why they're saying sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's kind of with her making sure that she realizes, but just kind of working through that. Yeah. Um, mm. And then that's pointing good. out to her, but pointing out to her, you interpreted it this way. This is not mm -hmm. what it meant. You convinced yourself. So saying like, you know, her coming to me and kind of compromising with her, like it hurt your feelings because maybe I said it in a stern tone, but mm -hmm. you took it as this. What I really meant was your dad's on the phone. Be quiet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which is the, so, like you said, like the norm now and we have to yeah. adjust to that. Um, yeah. for sure. For sure. Oh my goodness. Um, that was a good one. So the other one was that we were going to look at uh, from psychcentral.com. Sounds legit. Well, that feels legit. very uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, it's called Letting Your Kids Fight Their Own Battles. And it says, in all these cases, which they had kind of gone through some scenarios with um, like parents who were trying to help their kids 
you know, but maybe have had stepped in too much. But they well, basically said, "Is this about?" And me? all these, yeah. <laughs> your your scenario I was in there. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm um, the parents, study. no doubt, mean well. They love their kids and want to protect them, but but intervening in your child's battles can actually backfire and affect their development. And then this is a quote from a psychiatrist. He said, "If we fight our kids' battles, we are unintentionally communicating that we do not believe they are capable themselves. Um, through these battles, kids learn how to communicate effectively and resolve conflicts. This not only improves their self-esteem, but also helps them feel empowered." Um, which I thought was um, really good. Uh, that right there, that communicates that we don't think they're capable of, that hurts. Well, and you remember when we talked about um, the college scandal thing and yes. the daughter? Of, yes. I can't remember we, which yes, one. Like Lori, was, Lori yes, Lockhorn. and her daughter was like, I can't believe that you did this and didn't think that I could do it on my own. Uh, that I mean, was like, oh. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. I got you. Talk about fighting your own kids' battles and then spending months in prison for it. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, just think you could be, that could be you if you keep doing it. Because you're just, it's going to keep getting mm -hmm. worse because the problems get bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's one thing, you know, it, when they're little, but it's, you're creating a habit. And I'm sp speaking to myself, Johnny, you're creating a habit. And so, yes, um, I do. Uh, that was, uh, that, that definitely made me think of um, that situation specifically, but one yeah, of their a tips, example. I know, one of their tips was to teach empathy, um, to teach well, them how to, you know, put, put yourself in someone else's shoes. And, and you're saying teach, yeah, teach this to the kids or teach uh -huh. this to the parents? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, 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 <laughs> no, yes, yes, yes. Teaching our kids how to yeah. have empathy for other people, um, which is so crazy because we just started talking about this. I teach that personal selling class at Mississippi State, and we mm -hmm. just started talking about emotional intelligence, which mm. um, is part of that. Lacking is, in a lot of people today. <laughs> um, being able to empathize with other people, like putting yourself in their shoes and, you know, understanding how someone else feels um, is a huge, huge skill that um, yeah. makes us. But don't take everything, make, don't make everything about you. And mm -hmm. I mean, I'm guilty of that, like, cause I'm super sensitive. And so I can easily turn something in. Well, they don't like me. You know, it's like they said no, because it's me, you know, mm -hmm. to where that's not, that's probably not the case. Like, you know, trying to, like you said, empathize. And I think just even, you know, realizing that with Eli, he, you know, people don't even realize probably at his school that he's waiting on his little sister to come home and he's been waiting for five years and that mm -hmm. maybe that comes out in different ways, you know, like mm -hmm. he's frustrated and maybe it could come out that way. And I know with Anna, you know, she kind of got a little snappy last night and I just said, I was like, what is it? Where's this coming from? And then she said, she's like, well, I'm just tired and I'm, you know, frustrated because something school stuff and I'm like okay you know but just realizing like there's something else going on which goes back to that first article and then realizing it's not it's not about me and I know what it's like to feel pressure and behind and that's a that's a hard place to be mm -hmm. but, for sure for sure um I loved that and I I loved that that was something that they're telling us to do as for kids but also that we're 
still teaching in college and probably still trying to teach adults um, in leadership training is to have yeah. that empathy. Um, the other one, I thought this was really good. Yeah, I think it's somewhere where I to really process emotions. Do what you is that, oh, are you talking about the next article or yes, a, to help yeah. them process emotions, yeah, to release them <laughs> and not to avoid them. I was like, well, that's hard. I'm a stuffer. <laughs> now I will say that like, feels hard. That it just, I I do like to process because I don't want it to just sit there and fester. But the ones that sit there and fester are the ones that I really don't want to deal with, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. and it's I think with kids, Anna is a stuffer big time. William William is too. They both like would rather just avoid. And it's like let's make a joke, let's move along. And it's like well that's mm -hmm. gonna come up later in some form or fashion. Mm -hmm. So mm. which that was one of, how to do that one of them. I teach them. on the list that we, um, any of the list, but that was in one of the articles that said, um, I think it might've been where we were talking about ending the arguments on a positive note, like to teach them how to use humor to kind of, you know, mm -hmm. lighten, yeah. lighten the mood, not to stew in the it. The holes so have that down. Yeah. Mm. Um, teach them how to effectively resolve conflict. And then a couple of the things specifically that they said was to learn how to use I versus you statements. Like mm -hmm. I feel this way instead of you did yeah. this to me. You did this. So yeah. there's that, um, do y'all, I'm sure y'all have it there because I think it's all over the nation, but what is the marriage, um, or not, it's like celebrate recovery, I think is what it is. Um, and it's, uh, but I know like a lot of people that do it for like, it runs the gamut. It doesn't have to be just like drug abuse or alcohol. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's people that are like addicted to, you know, um, like approval, things like that. And so mm -hmm. I was talking to somebody and she was really good at using a bunch of I statements. And she was like talking about something about her husband, but she just would not ever, it was never his fault. Not that she was taking the blame, but it was like, I can't speak for him because this is how I feel about this. And I just, mm. and I said to her, I was like, you're really good at that. And she was like, oh, I learned that celebrate recovery. She said, when dealing with conflict, I need to examine my, my faults and where I am, you know, I can't blame everything on everyone else. And I was like, mm. oh, dang, I should not go to that so, mm -hmm. I, but I was like but it was so noticeable because it's so opposite of what we do you know it's like you did this yes. and then you did that and then you did this instead of like I understand mm -hmm. that I perceived it to happen this way and this is how I'm feeling about it you know so that's if we could teach our kids that young good lord what could come out of that I know wouldn't that be yeah. awesome they would be yeah. amazing adults they would truly yeah. be prepared to launch <laughs> Yes. 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 Well, um, it so. also suggested in this, when talking about resolving conflict to do some role play, to like practice, to give okay. them some si situations. Oh, so weird. I know. <laughs> I don't know. No. It's like the word moist. <laughs> role play is like the word moist <laughs> to me. Yeah. That'd be good. Well, modeling, I mean, healthy emotional expression. I'm going to, uh, but I mean, your kids do it's, you know, the practice, what you preach. Mm -hmm. And you can say all day long, don't do this, don't do that, don't scream as you scream at them. You know, it's stop yelling. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. It's hard to hold yourself accountable, but yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Um, but I think that's one thing that I've really, I was convicted about probably, I don't know, five or six years ago was the apologizing to my kids. Like in, in situations where I know I lost my cool or I, I disciplined 
in anger mm -hmm. instead of um, in, you know, to correct. Um, and so I, I've really tried to model that for them because I do want them to be able to to apologize and sincerely apologize, mm -hmm. not just like the, yeah. sorry, you know. Sorry about it. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. That get over it. You? It's yeah. your fault anyway, that kind of apology, yeah. which is not really an apology. Sorry you got in trouble for doing that, you know, but you did. Yeah. I know, I know. All right, what else you got? Okay, oh, this one's well, this will also give you an example of Laura's research versus mine. Like, Laura's got these psych central, and mine's Forbes, <laughs> but mine is why sports parents brawl. Because <laughs> you think, I was asking Laura, and she she said it exactly right. Because I was like, why is it always, like, t-ball? And I'm not even saying just baseball. It's always t-ball parents, like, throw down. It's always on the news. Um, but this right here was a really good article, and this was written in 2019. So I said, and my long-standing theory as to the germ of this problem is that <laughs> sports is a venue, usually the first when parents publicly see their children rated against other kids, and they have to sit and watch with no control over the situation whatsoever. If a parent gets past those early years without losing their mind or temper, they might later on be more reasonable and rational about spending big money on travel sports and could have a good sense of when it's time to advocate for their kids and when it's time to step back and let their children figure it out. Look, as parents, we all have our moments. We especially have them when we feel our kids are under attack, physically and or metaphorically. And those feeling, feelings only grow stronger when the perpetrators are other adults. But if nothing else, remember this, everybody has a phone that takes video. So if you lose your mind at your kid's game, especially if you start throwing punches, you're gonna get famous very fast. And so, it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, I don't, yeah. I mean, uh, at, at that, and so what we were talking about, I was like, why is it at, no, I remember being in high school and like, I went to, I graduated from a different school. I went to American Christian Academy, but before that I went to Tuscaloosa County High and our big rival was Central High School and police would come to that game you could not like any other game you could go to the other side and see your friends from the opponent you know the opposing school but with central they put up a fence you could not go to the other side it was so jacked up um because there was always a fight but you know there was that separation but you were saying you were like it's proximity I mean you're sitting on the same like right there <laughs> it's so you you have no choice they would put a fence your, yeah halfway down home plate behind and like yes. a, a soundproof wall where you couldn't you hear there would be well. no fights. there'd be no fights maybe not no fights because somebody's always going to find a way that stupid but yeah I think that but that right there it's that it's the first time that parents see their kids rated against other kids mm. And I think it comes down to proximity and your self-worth being wrapped up in your child's abilities. Mm. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to live through, and that's why they call it daddy ball. Because mm -hmm. it's, they're trying to either relive something or recreate something. And that goes through. And I think it happens a lot in middle school sports as well. Because mm -hmm. you still don't really know how good your kid's going to be. There's still all this potential and then I think you still in middle, especially here in Texas, the stadiums are so big that for mm -hmm. the middle school, they all sit on the same side. And I mean, we have made the 
horrific error of sitting by someone from the other team. And I'm just like, I just got to sit here by my tongue. And then, then they're like, take that kid down. I'm like, oh, that's my kid. And if your kid takes my kid down, I'm going to take you out to the parking lot, okay? And so I know it's football, but let's stop. And so I will um, bite you. <laughs> I will. I will bite you. And I will say you bit me first. <laughs> so um, it's your word against mine. And who's going to believe any adult bit someone? Nobody. <laughs> Until they listen to this podcast, then it's going to be awkward. And so, um, but yeah, it, uh, but I think that, but you know, in the high school, it's much more spread out. It's not, you know, parents are all getting fired up, you know, for the same, same team, but it's when you're sitting right there and you can hear people and, mm-hmm. and then the kids, you see these videos and it seems like the kids are always embarrassed. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, how many fights would you say you've gotten in? <laughs> <laughs> I've never gotten into a fight. Um, I am, yeah. I am an avoider. Yeah. And well, that's it, what we've heard. You don't release. Now it's time for you to release. I'm going to ask Jeff to record you at the next game. I know. Really I am a cheerer. Now I do get loud yeah. and I do cheer and I'm, I, I cheer for our boys, but I'm not a like, I'm not a, um, instigator. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not yeah. going to start up with the other team. Mm-hmm. I will, I told somebody it was kind of getting a little bit heated this weekend on Sunday. And I was like, I'm going to have to take my chair to center field. If this didn't settle down. <laughs> That's cool. I, cannot, I, gotta I cannot handle. Uh-uh. I'm not looking to be on the news. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'll tell you the worst is so my father-in-law, he would come to Williams flag football games and he, you know, he's, this, he's an older guy. So he would come and he'd bring his chair and we're, you know, it's flag football and you always end up sitting by like people from the other team or even your, uh-huh. you know, obviously your own team. He'd come, he'd be like, oh my gosh, this quarterback sucks. I'm like, first of all, it's quarterbacks in first grade. Second of all, here's this mom. Let me introduce you. Like, stop talking. <laughs> Can't say these things. And it's, I mean, and it, my dad would do this, you know, it's like, there's just that generation that's like, man, I don't care. You know, I'm, they need to know my opinion. And it's like, I don't want to get to that point where people need to know my opinion. And I don't want to get to a worse point to where my kids are hanging their head in, a sh- in shame because I've, you know, I've come out on the field and I'm in the um, umpire's face at a six feet socially distance, you know. Climb the base. fence at the baseball field. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Exactly. So, uh, but I mean, all that to say, I mean, I think the general consensus is the same. Like we know that we could come short, you know, fall short. We know that we have areas of improvement. It's, it's a kid by kid basis. You're going to have to get involved in some areas because it's your kid's safety. If there is a bullying situation, you have to get involved because that's your kid's mental health. That is your kid's safety. That is very important. If it's them, just struggling because their feelings are hurt we have to coach them through that because one day our hope is to launch them and to launch them well and not boomerangs arrows we don't need them coming back so yes I would like to launch them yeah (laughs) you know right now I just like to launch them to school you know I'm fine (laughs) if they want to come back I'm fine for a boomerang if they want to come back at the end of the day but so yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, but that is uh, so funny yeah Yeah, so that's really that was I think we've we've talked about parenting before um in a couple of different venue like formats different um 
specific topics can get my word out there. Um, but this is, this is good. This is a good reminder for us as we go into a school year um, where it is going to feel a little it's going to feel a little weird. Things are going to be a little different. Um, mm -hmm. And so whether you're at home or, you know, physically in the school. So hopefully this will yeah. give you some food for thought. As yeah. You, um, I like it. Launch your kiddos back into the school environment. So what are you yeah. loving? What's your, what's your good stuff well, for the week? I had tried to, I'm getting some in, insoles for also known as some orthotic insoles from, uh, my podiatrist, you know, I've got one more iastist in my uh -huh. repertoire. Um, uh -huh. and so, um, just to like help with my hips and my, uh, back and all of that stuff. And so he recommended I get new balances or, um, Brooks, which it's all great. And I was going to get new balances cause I think they're prettier than Brooks and you know, let's be clear We're about this. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. And then I, so I look, yeah, Will loves I mean, everybody I know is like the ghost or whatever. And so, uh, but you, you actually run. I don't. And if I did run, so, I mean, whenever I'm looking on there, it's like, what is your best walking shoe? And so I looked at the new balances. I ordered some and they did not, they, I ordered, they charged my card and then they ended up sending a deal such as COVID times. It's like, Hey, these were actually out of stock. We're refunding you. I'm like, God damn it. So couldn't find the ones I needed that he recommended. So I ended up going off script, asked William, um, cause he is my shoe guru, but, uh, the on cloud brand, the on cloud mm -hmm. running shoes, they're technically running shoes, but these are, these were their best for like walking and like everyday wear. And it's the, mm -hmm. um, cloud swift. They are super comfortable. I don't mm -hmm. even have my insoles in yet, but super, and they're cute. Like, I mean, they're cute shoes, which is also important. I got the gray and white, um, combo. William goes, Oh, these, these are good. I approve. I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. good. Um, and the second thing is my black office. I <laughs> painted my office black. I technically painted it iron ore by Sherwin Williams, which I've used on a, in a ton of clients homes for like trim and doors and cabinets. But, um, an accent walls, but I painted my entire home office. I texted my painter that I love so much and he's done a ton of work for me recently. And I said, Hey, I was just curious how much you'd charge me from office. He's like, for you, $100. I was like, I'll see you Wednesday. Yeah. And I'm talking <laughs> freehanded that whole thing, like cut in everything, no tape. He's just, um, he did freak out when he opened the cans and he was like, uh, Miss Jana, this is not, I, oops. And I was like, no, that's right. <laughs> He told me, he goes, I actually really like it. I was really thought you'd lost your mind for a minute. <laughs> so I love a painter who feels yeah. like he can be honest about your color oh, yeah. choices. He does. He does. He was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So he was uh, appalled and then loved it. And he's like taking pictures. He's like, I'm going to show my wife. I was like, you do it, buddy. And so, uh -huh. but Will said that guys were like, because I had shared just like a little snippet on my story. And then, uh -huh. uh, so you couldn't see like the whole room. And he had friends text him and be like, you let Jonna paint your office black. He's like, first of all, I didn't let her do it. Like she, that's her choice. And he said, that's her job. I, he said, I actually really like it. And then they saw the whole deal. They're like, okay, I'm actually surprised. I know. So, it looks so good with the white. Like, yeah, because we have all, if we, if we didn't have all white, but I just was over, I just needed something. I mean, I stare at those walls all day. So yeah. Yeah, it's been I fun. like it. But that it's is what I look around my office and think maybe I should it. do something. I think Navy like actually would be pretty in there. Put some I stuff away, maybe. Well, that's you know, that, that feels hard. Help. Yeah. That feels um, hard. What about you? 
Um, okay, so I went to a different grocery store than I normally go to, and of course, yeah. you know, have to check out their chip selection because I'm nothing well, if not a snacker. And I found this. Do I love these chips? They are so good. I was I've just never thinking seen I should have gone by last night um, after because the grocery store is in Ocean Springs. I haven't found them here in Pascagoula, but they're called Salsa Verde Tostitos. Well, I love Salsa Verde and I love Tostitos. I did not even and know this was a thing. It is a thing and uh, they are so good and they have the perfect amount of like flavor on the chip. It's not too much where it like, you know, spicy, um, but it's got enough kick that it's spicy, if that makes yeah. any sense. Like it's, it's not spicy, know? but it's spicy. Yeah. Gosh, you so said like, do like a commercial really good. for them. So yeah. if your store has them, you should totally, gonna... should totally get, I guess you could probably Amazon them maybe. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I tried to, uh, uh, Amazon, uh, my father-in-law, some of those dots pretzels. Cause I was telling him about them and that was like $17 for a bag. That's normally like $4 at the store. So I would recommend maybe looking at the store unless you can just add it to your order. Yeah. So, your normal order. But, um, and I'm yeah. guessing, I don't know how they would pack those, but they might be like, you know, yeah crumbs by the time you actually got them I don't know but they're delicious they're so good if you like a little little Mexican flavor in your life and then my other thing is I got a new sports bra so okay I need you to share the link link is not in there do what the link is not in there I need you to share the link I will put it in there um it is uh it's called the running girl sports bra for women Mm -hmm. um and it's crisscross in the back, which I really like. It's actually a medium support. So I haven't mm-hmm. run in it yet. I liked your face for that. Do what? I liked your face for that. You're really, ooh. ooh, ooh. It's a medium I like support. Said you I haven't run in, in it yet. I, you know, I, so I don't know just how it's walking. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, I wore it to the ballpark this weekend and it was super comfortable. Um, doesn't. I didn't feel like I had like the, the, if you're male, you should probably just stop listening to the podcast yeah. or like go forward just a little bit. Cause it's going to get weird yeah. for a minute, but yeah. like, uh, like didn't have the uniboob, you know, that a lot yeah. of sports bras can do. And so, um, I really like it. And, um, I like that it's a little, it's kind of fun in the back, like strappy. And so you can, um, it's cute with tank tops and stuff. So they have a bunch of different colors. It was only 20 bucks. It's like uh, 18 99 so okay. yeah, I'm gonna need that. Yeah, I know. I, okay, to, I noticed. Yeah, I need to get that. You put that link in there. Did you? I did. Now? I just put it yeah. in there for you. Okay. Um, okay. So I noticed we don't. We did not add in our notes um, a review, but oh yes, we do Sorry. have a message. But no, we have a message from, okay. and this to me is kind of like a review. Uh, this is in our messages on Instagram, our DMs, uh, and this is from Chelsea Holland. Do you know her? Yes. Uh, yes. I don't. No. Nope. Yep. Nope. She said, I just listened to episode 62 and I wanted to share. P.S. I love listening to you both. We love you, Chelsea. <laughs> so I graduated from college five years ago. I was an architect major, photography minor, and every semester we, required, we were required to take a design studio course that was three hours long, if I remember correctly. The course was required every semester, and by our fifth year, we did not have a choice of what time we could take it. All five or six studios were held the same time and days. The design studio was three days a week, da 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 da, um, and said Monday it was in the evening. Wednesday and Friday started at 8 a.m. Lots of coffee, 
was needed, especially with the studio staying open each night until 2 a.m. I loved your advice about getting involved. I was able to do so, and I'm so grateful for that. One thing I would also add is was I was offered the opportunity to study abroad my fourth year, and I'm glad I took the opportunity. Not sure if traveling after college is possible for some. So she listened to the episode about like college advice, like to our dear freshman self. Mm-hmm. And we've had a lot of people recently like, hey, I'm like catching up. Like, okay, like as we're talking, Catherine Brown just messaged us. I finished up last week's episode yesterday. And um, oh, oh, this is, listen, this is like a, just a live running thought. She said, fun fact, I went to UT and was living at my sorority house, which was right by the Orange Tree Apartments where the murder happened. Oh this is my gosh. Based on my favorites last week. We had literally just moved into the house to start work week for Rush when it happened. We saw the yellow tape everywhere in the apartments when we were like, what's going on? It was pretty freaky, freaky to find out it was a murder. I now need to go listen to that podcast. Yes, she does. Yes, there you go, guys. She does. Listen to that podcast. Oh. That was from last week. And we love your DMs. And we love that even if you're not caught up, I know a girl messages on Facebook. She's like, I'm not caught up. So I hope this like isn't like, guys. We just love interacting with you. So we do, we do. We love hearing from you. Um, And we're, we um, love it when you leave reviews and ratings too. We like that even better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's our favorite. Uh, We love it. We love it all. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, it's been fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. I think this has given me encouragement just to do a better job, encourage my kids and lead them, lead them. Lead them out of a uh, like, conflict. Uh, starting over with my parenting right now. <laughs> yeah. It's, guys, I'm about to take their newborn pictures. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is it too late? They're like 13 and 10. I can start over, yeah. right? <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. 16 or 12 over. I'm going to go swaddle them, take some newborn pictures, and look, we're starting fresh, guys. <laughs> it's a boy. <laughs> it's a girl. They're not twins. Gosh. But, you know, yeah. Oh, That's amazing. Gosh. That's, yeah. All right. That's well, I love you, friend. This was fun. I know. Love you too. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Well, this has certainly given me a lot to think about as we move forward and kind of makes me want to start over a little bit, like I said, but uh, we'll just move forward. We'll just move forward with the Walton boys and their sister. So hopefully it's given you some food for thought as well and thought maybe thinking through um, how to how to coach your kids in handling conflict because uh, Lord knows it's not going to get any easier as they become adults. They're still going to have to deal with conflict. So Thanks for being with us each week. If you haven't left a review, please, please head on over to Apple iTunes and leave a rating or review. And as always, like we shared at the end, slide on in to our DMs. We love hearing from you. We love hearing about the things that resonate with you in each episode. So thanks for being with us. We'll be back next week. Settle down, girls.